Welcome to My Bible Study, a verse-by-verse devotional study through the Bible with Pastor Bob Thibodeau. In this unique series, Pastor Bob takes you through the Bible just a few verses at a time. No preaching, just a simple Bible reading with examples and explanations of the meaning behind the scriptures. My Bible study will take you from Genesis chapter 1 all the way through the book of Revelation. Now, here is Pastor Bob Thibodeau. The human image and likeness in which God created man was procreatively passed on to the second generation and to all generations today, even today. Amen? So we have to take note that I can't say you look just like God. I can't say I look like God. But there is a semblance to each and every person that we look like God. It's somehow, you know, you can have a, a grandson, a great-grandson, a granddaughter, and you can see your mother's eyes in that baby. You know what I mean? Or your grandfather's nose, or the way they smile. You see your father's smile, something like that. So it's passed on, and that's, that's the point that I was trying to make. Now, we have to take note that this was not Adam's first son. Adam had Cain and Abel before Seth. But the lineage that would be followed and will be followed throughout the Bible will be through Seth. And it's highly likely that, you know, because of the age where everyone was living uh, that long, that Abel had children. Why God chose not to follow that lineage, we don't know. Nor are any of Abel's descendants, if any, are listed. None. So, you know, that's God chose to use the lineage of Seth, and that's what we're going to study. So let's go to verse 4. The days of Adam, after he had begotten Seth, were 800 years, and he begot sons and daughters. You see, none of these scriptures did Moses go into detail about how many sons and daughters Seth had. Now, my own opinion of the longevity of life for this early humanity was so they could populate the earth. You know, it'd be awful hard if, you know, Adam and Eve had uh, Cain and Abel. Cain killed Abel, so that left Cain. And then they had Seth. And then it was up to Seth to have some kids and populate the earth. You know, that would be rather hard. Okay, so... Obviously, there was more than just one child. God chose the lineage of Seth to populate the earth. Now, they probably had, he, Seth probably had other brothers and sisters as well. And through them, the world was being populated. Okay, so that's my opinion of all that. Uh, I can't prove it, but guess what? You can't disprove it. Amen? I'll drink some coffee on that one. Let's go to verse 5. All the days that Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. 930 years. These are literal years, marking an unusual length of life, which that was the pre-flood environment that provided the ability to live that such a long time. Again, the bodies did not know how to die, and the earth being so perfect the environment 
allowed the bodies to live that long. Okay, uh, the pre-flood environment, as we study back in creation, uh, it was uh, the earth had a canopy of water in the atmosphere. We talked about that, filtering out the ultraviolet rays of the sun that produces cancer and all that other stuff, and and it, it had to produce a, a more moderate, healthful condition, uh, which we covered before. Uh, probably, you know, the air and water was pure and everything, so it was able for a body to live that long. And then it says, "And he died." Okay, God told Adam. If you eat from the tree, you will surely die. Back in Genesis chapter 2, verse 17. And it included spiritual death immediately and then physical death later. Now, we have no concept. When we read 900 and some odd years, we have no concept today of how long that actually is. But I want you to think of it like this. If Adam was alive right now, and he was 900 years old today, at the date of this recording, in 2020. If Adam was alive right now and he was having his 900th birthday this year, that means he would have been 372 years old when Columbus discovered America. Think about that. And his son Seth, if that was the case, Seth would have been 242 years old when Columbus discovered America. And think how old we think America is now. Right? So that gives you a little perspective there. Let's go to verse 6. Seth lived 105 years and begot Enos. Seth lived 105 years when he had Enos as a son. Not that this was his firstborn. I mean, 105 years, no doubt he had other children before this time. But, <coughs> excuse me, this is the only child mentioned. Because Enos carried the lineage and descent directly from Adam to Noah, the father of the new world. Why God chose that, I don't know. Maybe it's because people have to make a choice. Each person, let's say... Uh, that Seth had 10 kids and only Enos was serving the Lord. Only Enos was trying to be pure and serving God. So God chose his lineage. Again, God knows the beginning from the end. He knows Jesus is going to be the son of Joseph, who's the son of so-and-so all the way up. And he's planning all of this out in advance. But at the same time, people have to make choices. Because, how can I say this, Lord? The Messiah had to come through Seth's lineage. So there had to be a way for God to choose who was going to be pure enough. Think about Mary's parents. We don't know who her parents were, but they had to have raised her in a proper manner as well because she was pure in the eyes of God, right? She had to know about all those things. So all of this, God is orchestrating from these verses right here that we're studying. That's the point I wanted to get to, okay? Hallelujah. So 
the account of Adam to Noah is the emphasis here in chapter 5. God proves Adam's generation by those who came from Seth to show the true church and also what care God had over the same from the beginning and that he continued his graces towards it by a continual succession. Okay, now let's go to verse 7 and 8. Seth lived, after he begot Adas, 807 years and begot sons and daughters. That's why we know that there were other children besides Enos. All the days of Seth were 912 years, and what happened? He died. All the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died, as did his father Adam before him. Seth, according to to, uh, the scholar Josephus, was a very good man, brought up his children well, who trod in his steps, who studied the nature of the heavenly bodies, so that the knowledge of these things that they had acquired might not be lost. Just for a a continuation of the comparison made er earlier, that if Adam was 900 today, Seth would have been 242 years old when Columbus discovered America, then Seth, if that was the case, look at this, look at it from this perspective, Seth would still be alive today. If Adam was 900 when Columbus discovered America, Seth would still be alive today and would not die for another 142 years. (laughs) That's just amazing to me. But again, I digress. Praise the Lord. I just want to give you that as an example. When we read, <coughs> excuse me, when we read how long these people live, we have no concept of how long that actually is. Amen. If Seth, if Enos, if Adam was nine hundred today, Enos would still be alive for a hundred and forty-two more years. That's amazing. Okay, we have here everything in these scriptures that the Holy Spirit thought fit to leave for a record concerning uh, five of the patriarchs before the flood. Seth, Enos, Canaan, Canaanan, I guess the name is, Mahalil, and Jared. Okay, There's nothing observable concerning any of these people in particular. Though we have reason to think, you know, some were great men, they were prudent, they were Piet, you know, they, they were pure in their thoughts and walk with God. But in general, observe how largely and expressly their generations are recorded. We are told how long they lived, that they lived in fear of God, and when they died, and that they died in God's favor. But notice this. This is so important. As of the others, they had other sons and daughters, nobody is mentioned. It's as if they don't even matter. There's no record of them. The memory of the just only are blessed, and the name of the wicked shall pass away, just as it was then, just as it is now. Think about that. Remember that. Let's go down to verse 12. Canaan lived 70 years and begot Mahalil. And Canaan lived after he begat Mahalil 740 years and begat sons and daughters. All the days of Canaan were 910 years 
and he died. Seth, Enos, Cananine, Mahalil, and Jared. That which is especially observable in this is that they all lived a very long life. Not one of them died till he had seen at least 800 years, some much longer. A great while, that's, that's, a, that's a long time for an immortal soul to be imprisoned in a house of clay living in a corrupt world, right? Because we know from what we read about the days of Noah, the world was corrupt. It was violent. It was not a pleasant place to live. Could you imagine living, let's put it like this, pick any inner city, any inner city, and the violence and the murders and the drugs and the prostitution and the gangs and all that that is taking place in the city. Could you imagine living 800 years, 900 years in that environment on a daily basis and maintaining your purity before God? That's what they were facing. That's why their names are recorded. And everybody else that lived in that city, think, take any city. Let's say they, there's a million people in the city. A million people living in the city. Some of them trying to live for God. But we're only recording the name of one. One person. That's how unique and how special they are to God. Amen? This present life, the present life that they were living, was not to them as much of a burden as it is now. That example I just gave, that'd been almost, that would be almost impossible for us to live that long today. Okay, Someone lives to be 100 and lives in that environment is amazing. Okay? If they would have if it would if they were facing the issues we're facing today, they'd have grown tired of trying to live a pure life. And it's obvious that the future life was not revealed to them as well as it is now under the gospel. We know what's coming, right? They were just getting bits and pieces as God was piecing all of this together to get Jesus into the earth. They were just given, you know, sometimes three, four hundred years will go by with no revelation from the Lord at all, right? So if they were just given glimpse and pieces because they would have understood what the future was in store, I mean, they would have, you know, hey, let's get on with this thing. You know, let, let's, let's do it. They would have grown impatient. You know, some natural causes may be assigned for their long life. I mean, it's very probable that the earth, as we said, the environment was more suitable for long life. Matter of fact, it was designed for eternal life. Okay, uh, the things were more fruitful. The products that they ate, you know, the fruit and the vegetables, everything they were eating, was, gave them more strength. The air and water was more healthy. Uh, the influences of the heavenly bodies. Uh, more benign before the flood than after. You know, they, they didn't have to worry probably about the comets and things like that striking the earth or whatever the case may be. So everything was in a perfect environment. 
Thank you for joining Pastor Bob as he leads you verse by verse through the Bible in this series called My Bible Study. We pray this study will bring you closer to God and reveal His Word and His will for you through the Scriptures. We would consider it an honor and a blessing if you would support this outreach with your financial offerings. We have partnered with Patreon to offer you unique gifts and benefits for various levels of giving. Please visit our page on Patreon by going to patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. That link again is patreon.com forward slash my Bible study podcast, all one word. Until next time, be blessed in all that you do.